1: With your host,
0: Wayne, Lube, Greg Norlo, and Louisa. All right, <laughs> welcome to Vets Review. Today we are here with Guy Hitten from the band Echo Soul. What's up, Guy? I'm. How, how are you, buddy? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, I'm in New York. I, you're from uh, Indiana, right?
2: Yeah, Indiana. I'm actually California born but I'm an Indiana guy. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's been like brutally hot here. How's the weather been by you?
2: Um actually it's been pretty good lately. Yeah. Uh not bad. We got a little bit of rain. It's the corn weather out here, so the uh, farmers are uh, like So.
0: Oh well. Can't get any better than that, right?
2: No oh, not at all
0: <laughs> all right, well, we're not here to talk about the weather, but we're here to talk about the, your band Echo soul and um uh give me a little bit about Echo soul because i I'm reading the uh the um the, uh, the press release here, and you actually it says you, you formed a band in twenty nineteen it was under a different name uh, apparition
2: yeah, it started as apparition, actually, it was an older band for quite a while it just uh it departed a few members and it just kind of lay dormant for a while and decided to get it back together. And in doing so, I just, I just didn't like the game apparition. I just felt mm-hmm. it was too, uh, it kind of puts you in that thrash kind of place. And I just, it didn't fit the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I'm like, I'm going to go with something that just sounds like the music. So yeah. that's where I came up with Echo Soul. I actually listened or watched in the movie, uh, Gladiator at the very opening round where he's about to, Maximus is about to take on this horde of, uh, Whatever they were at the time they were battling against. And he's like, What you do in life echoes in eternity. And I was like, Gosh, oh, that's heavy. I like their echoes. And I was thinking, Gosh, what do I write about? Ah, stuff that has to do with the soul. <laughs> Echo, soul. And there it was, it's pinned. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love when things like that come out uh, together. actually I have a band as well actually I started another band I have two bands now and uh what is the one of the guitar players he was talking to somebody and he said something I forget what the heck he said to him but I said that would make a great song title (laughs) and that's one of the songs that are going to be coming up soon so it works I love love when things just work out like that uh so are are the same members that were in apparition in in echo cell tool or how'd that go
2: no no originally (laughs) Chris Martinez he's my best friend was going to be doing the drumming unfortunately he works for a a contractor takes him out for emergency jobs. He, he works on like the power lines and stuff like that. Awesome. So he hit one time after another doing emergency jobs and Kobe came up and just couldn't make the commitments. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to plow on it. It doesn't matter. So really I just started writing the music doing it myself and then started collecting members to get the rest of the album done. So. Very cool. Uh,
0: so, and then I reading the, uh, the press release here, it also says you, you work with a bunch of different members and actually, um, uh, Tim Rip Rowans is on this for a couple songs. Uh so how did you get involved with working with him?
2: Um well funny thing, I know Tim for a little bit. Funny thing, when he had the uh he had that sports bar for quite a while doing music, mm-hmm. it's only three hours from us where we live at. And I used to uh, head up the uh the biker group, the Freedom Riders. We used to ride for veterans. And we were gonna take a big group of guys to go out there, and we had planned to go out, planned to go out. And I just kept in touch, but we never making him a jot, but he had laid a, a post out and he's like, Hey man, anybody want to do some music? Hit me up. I'm like, gosh, man, I can, you know what? I think his voice would be really good for a couple of songs I just came up with. So just out of curiosity, I hit him up. He's like, yeah, I got some time. And I, I wrote where echoes go pretty much just like that day. Mm. think voice, I was listening to charter walls of the dam and I was thinking, gosh, that's kind of the style I was thinking of. Mm wrote that thing up but I spent it to him he's like yeah dude I'm all over it uh originally we we're gonna do the, almost the whole album Tim oh, would have really? done the album but he had commitments to do the three tremors and Dio Disciples okay and just couldn't pin it so we only ended up with three songs so when we got the third song I was like okay well I'm still gonna finish the album and um that's when the other singer came in but that's how the thing with Tim and Ripper on, uh, basically came to connect
0: yeah, yeah, very cool. And I, I loved his songs on here because uh, it reminds me <clears throat> a lot of um, like when he joined Iced Earth. It, it's kind of had that same type feel to me because I mean he's yeah. done like tons of other bands since he's left sure. Iced Earth, but I don't think a lot of the stuff he's done hasn't fit his voice as good as that does. But on this, I, your Echo Soul, I think it
2: fits him perfectly. I think it's right in the place where his voice spikes really exactly. well. Yeah. where he's hitting the highs and he's just he's he's following the music line really well. No. Yeah, it's it was based.
0: Yeah. Yeah, feels very comfortable singing this style of music. So, yeah. yeah. Do, do you think you're going to work with him on your next release?
2: Uh, well, he's not going to be on this next album. I got Joseph Michael from Sanctuary actually singing on this one. Okay. Uh, but uh, in the future, we're going to do some side stuff. Though we already talked about doing like a side project. But I'm definitely going to work with him again. Mm. I think it it worked well. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think so. Uh and then the the vocalist that's on the other songs, uh what is his name? Um help me out here.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> I'll let you I'll <laughs> wiggle a little <laughs> Oh uh Rob uh Lundgren. Yes, Rob this Lundgren. The uh what's somebody presented me t- uh, to him to me and sent some tracks over and he just basically is like, You should have a guy like this sing the rest of the tracks and I like yeah, but you know, how am I gonna find a guy like that to do that in the States? I'm like, well, out of curiosity, I just Google him a little bit and I'm like, Okay, I'll shoot a message to him, see if he wants to do the tracks. I'm like, that's all you can do. Hmm. Like, hey, project, it's unfinished, I think your voice will fit well. And a friend had suggested it. I just out of the whim, I'm like, All right, I'll shoot it out and see. I actually wanted Matt Barlow to do it do it before he did. Oh wow. Well. But Matt wouldn't. Uh, he didn't have the time for it, so it's like that would have been a cool thing to happen. Right, Tim, man. Matt Barlow on the same album. Dang, I could have really rode that train. But <laughs> so, so he shot me a line right back. And he's like, "Dude, I love to. I'm all over it, man. I got two other bands, but I'll fit you in." I said, "Cool," because you don't need a tour with us or nothing. I just want to get the album done. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Back track after track, the voice fit so well that I didn't want to do two separate albums. I just felt like it seamlessly worked together. There's no reason to have, you know, a Rob project and a Tim project. I think that the album still kind of held the sound. Right. A, through, through, through Rob really made it work. He made yeah. it work. Yeah, he's definitely
0: yeah. a very good vocalist too. So, oh, so you got exactly. two awesome vocalists on here. Now, you're gonna are you gonna work with Rob again on the next one too, or same I've thing? I've got
2: few tracks with him that are on the dusty shelf. If I want to use them, I was gonna go with Rob the rest of the album. The funny thing is, uh, we we're, we wanted to do the live thing. And if you remember COVID kicked on. Mm-hmm. So live just got kicked out. We we're mm-hmm. going to do a festival. Didn't happen. COVID shut us down. It shut us down. So we started practicing. But the thing was we need to have a singer that was local to mm-hmm. be able to. Tim was out. There's no way to get Tim. He's too overcommitted. He's got too many projects going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Chaz, there's a, a guy named Chaz Bond. Um, that was thinking about doing it with and time was a commitment too, and he just couldn't do it he had so many projects going on so like okay what am I gonna do all right I'll just keep making music I'm not gonna slow down so Joseph well that just kind of came into the mind it's like gosh that's a good sound for the next album the, the songs are getting a little darker a little heavier but it's still in the same groove Joseph would sound really good on there and we got a mutual friend that actually tried out for Sanctuary to be maybe a possible guitarist, so I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll ask him see if he wants to do it. I said yes. He heard the tracks. The tracks to him. So yeah, Joseph Michael's doing the album. So, right. cool.
0: Now is he still in Sanctuary? What's going on with Sanctuary? Any, any ideas? Yes, yeah.
2: They are in Sanctuary. He's doing Weatherfall mm-hmm. and Sanctuary. They're going back and forth. They're actually tracking and practicing for doing tour. So the only thing was them to be able to tour. Some of them had their passports, but without the COVID test, and some did. And some of them don't want to get the COVID shots. Right. So, the reason they haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame them.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, and now talk
0: about the other musicians you had on here, too. Because right? it says that the, some of them are, like, you know, fairly well-known. So, yeah.
2: First album. Some... What's that? The first album or the new one coming out?
0: Uh The first album. That's the one that Ben sent me, is the, your first one, so.
2: Well, Samus is obviously, he's an outstanding drummer. He was recommended and he was available to do tracks. I had a combination of a couple guys, but Samus, I wanted him on the tracks that Tim Ripper did. Hmm. Uh, I thought that his double bass just really sounded super good with, with the way his voice sounded. Hmm. So, yeah. Samus, I mean, he's a big. I guess he's a big YouTuber too. I didn't know this when we first played, but uh found out yeah, you know, he does this like plays anything. If you call it out it'll he'll play it. Oh, really? <laughs> right. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, his ability is outstanding. He does uh he you had know, drum shows and all that good stuff. So yeah, big talent. Um and then the touring tours with uh Steve I, um, you know, that's just jump. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even know that, but um he was available and did a couple songs with him and just kind of guessed on there. Let's see what else I'm trying to think. It's been a while. Because you got sure. you got a whole list of people here.
0: <laughs> uh, Garrett Peters. Yeah. Uh, Nick Noc- uh, Nocturnal.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did a guest spot. Uh, Garrett Peters suggested that, I believe. Um, he's like, yeah, get Nick up there. Did you want to do some guest slots? Get Nick in there, too. So he did a little rhythm section on cobwebs. So he just put a little melody line in there. It's pretty cool. Mm, yeah, cool. Uh Dmitry Lysenko. Yes, bass.
0: Okay. Uh Ar- Artem Lef Lefimov. I'm Are probably you- pronouncing that wrong, but the
2: guy who did the final mix for that album. Okay. He did he did lend a nice bass line to one of the songs? Um I'm trying to think which one it is now. It's been forever. Um I believe Crucible, I'm pretty sure. Um, but his main goal in that whole album was was the mix. He's probably production level i mean you you can hear it yeah yeah definitely probably the best i've ever heard i'm using them against the new album
0: so oh, very good yeah, yeah. I, I i this i can't wait to hear the new one because I, I love this uh what is it you call, consider this like an ep because there's only seven songs in here so it's kind of short for an album so what do you consider it
2: well i consider it album because the the length of material mm-hmm. um i actually had originally 10 songs but the problem was that are you still there yeah yeah but but the problem was the length of time i don't want almost almost uh, an hour and 20 minutes how i play the other songs because uh, i wrote two more songs were each one with 13 minutes and 14 minutes so, <laughs> yeah so i left one of the long songs for the next album and reworked it yeah. but i felt the time wise it, it syncs with with most full albums mm-hmm. with with the amount of the songs i have yeah so it's still a full album
0: yeah yeah cuz i think it's like around 42 minutes or something like that i write like 40 yeah. 43ish or whatever which i think right. is a perfect length because i think right. uh, everybody's attention span nowadays is so short <laughs> right right and usually around the 45 minute mark you got them till then and then after that they they start those those and off so
2: well that's too bad cuz i got an hour of material on the second album so <laughs> Actually, sixty minutes to make it happen. <laughs> oh boy!
0: All right. Well, hopefully they stay for that. <laughs> I am sure they will. The songs hold up as much as this first album does, and I am sure they will because I was really I was blown away by. There is a lot of stuff going on here. You got like a, a progressive thing going on, a power metal right. thing going on, right? Uh, like a thrash metal thing going on. So there is a lot of stuff going on that kept me very interested on every song. So yeah,
2: appreciate that. Appreciate that. Well, that was, you know, all my I guess my influences and the things that I like. I just kind of explored a little bit of elements of each one of them. Because if it was going to be an album, really, for me, since I was the main player putting the music together, I just felt like I wanted to kind of just do the broad spectrum of stuff I like to listen to. Styles yeah. there, it still had, each song still is me, but, you know, it has a little bit of my playing, but it's just not, I wanted to have all the styles in there. And I like to explore it. I don't want to go too far out too, one way or the other. Like I didn't want to go all the way death metal or all right. the way but I want to make sure I'm right in the happy midi- middle. You can do a little bit of both, yeah. you know. Yeah, Just I think you.
0: Right. Yeah, I think you accomplished that uh, very well. Uh, who? What are your favorite bands that
2: influenced you? Oh gosh, it, it's a wide range. I mean, you want to go early? I'll go all the way back. You know, the the usuals: the Black Sabbath, Dio, Iron Maiden, Jesus Priest, all those. And then lately, uh, I would say till recent, probably Nevermore. Mm-hmm. You know, huge, huge thing. Obviously, Death. Chuck Schuldiner, I think his guitar playing, his rhythm playing, really had a big influence on me. Andy LaRock from King Diamond, mm-hmm. um, and then in the prog world, there's there's limitless amounts of bands. Dream Theater, obviously. Um, I always pictured like a Dream Theater with a little heavier groove and a little heavier tone in the voice. Yeah. That's was a perfect band. Yeah, yeah I think It was almost achieved with Control Denied. It was a side project that uh, Chuck Schuldiner did. Right before he died, yeah. he wanted to move into a, a progressive metal world where he had a melodic singer instead of death metal singer. Yeah. And I like the happy metal where you right. can do both yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's why I'm I'm a huge fan of Nevermore, and uh, yeah. they they kind of did that. You know, they had that like almost kind of they could have went death metal a little bit on some songs, but then they yeah. brought it back with that with the vocals. Uh, the
2: yeah. style, Jeff Loomis, just he's amazing. Oh yeah, he's amazing. And so
0: was Van Williams,
2: who actually did the artwork for this album. Yeah, he did the artwork for the album. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, how'd how'd you get him to do that? Because I know he does a bunch of stuff on his website. So,
2: asked him, simply asked him. Mm -hmm. Uh, We actually met in Chicago. We did a show with me and Chris, met Jeff and Van. Uh, Chris kept in touch with Van, but I didn't because they're both drummers. Mm -hmm. And I think they like talked two times or whatever. He's like, you know, Van is a a great artist. I was like, what do you mean, artist? He's like, oh no, he can do an album work. I was like, Mm -hmm. really? I should shoot him a message and have them send some samples over. The first sample he sent was the one I, I used for the album. So, oh, okay, wow. Any idea what that is? <laughs> um, basically, he takes his, his, I think his technique is he takes like the different colors. He lays them out like oil. Right. And then he takes it, and folds it one side to another. Okay. So it's taking the middle of the picture and just folds it out. So it's right. not really a thing. I just told him I wanted to be, I told him the name of the title and what the songs meant. And I said, can you try to capture that in a red, dark red, you know, black kind of color? And that's what he did. So there's there's no real like a uh, spectral image or anything in there. It was just art.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it looks yeah. kind of cool. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Metallica Load and Reload albums, though, the top part of it. Oh, God. Oh, God. So I was hoping it wasn't something similar.
2: <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking of that when I did
0: that. <laughs> Well, now you will. <laughs>
2: We're gonna go away. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, but um, yeah. So yeah, Van's a huge influence on me too. So uh, did you ever hear his uh, other band, Ghost uh, Ship Octavius?
2: Oh yeah, that's another band I, I love to dig, man. I, I love where they're going. I hope they keep playing. Now, Van said that the other singer is starting to do some other stuff, but man, I mm-hmm. hope they keep doing it. And I that know. guy, that guy's voice range is insane. oh my!
0: I know, and he was so young, and <laughs> to have that <laughs> voice.
2: Album, the first album.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. Uh, did you uh, think to, to have Van do drums on this album, or or no?
2: Actually, I was. I tried. The timing didn't mm. work, but he he's willing to lay tracks. He didn't get it on the second album, but we are going to do it when I do the the Tim repper side project. Mm. Van's going to lay the drums for that. Oh, so. very cool that would be cool yeah, yeah definitely yeah because
0: uh you know i, I love that ghost ship octavius and he, i don't think he's really done i know he's done the last um what's that the uh, matt uh barlow band um,
2: oh yeah yeah um
0: yeah i can't think of the name I, of it. uh ashes of Ares. yeah yeah and
1: that's yeah that.
2: yeah for yeah. sure yeah. matt barlow a great voice they got good guitar playing yeah and obviously with the band behind the the rack man. i mean come on <laughs>
0: yeah you know, i can't
2: exactly um so what's what's going on with the new album so is the new album done or yeah well here's here's the deal it's been done it's been done since like march april of last year i had the guitar it was ready to go all you needed to do was have the drums retract the vocals done um obviously i have to wait on joseph joseph michael's schedule um he's got a winery he's got witherfall he's got sanctuary and he's back and forth between san diego and like northern california so he's flying back and forth so he is actually on the sixth song right now tracking as we speak so he, he we were supposed to be done in december didn't happen but here we are so, <laughs> so, so, so think- you know when i know so yeah. as as i get the last track it's being shipped man it's yeah. going you get the vinyl yeah yeah, very cool. Very
0: cool. Can't wait to hear some songs off that because, uh, like I said, this, oh. this first album's really good. So
2: I really want to kind of like tease them out there right now because a couple of the tracks are pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, I would imagine they would be. Um, we so... did one cover just to slip you. We did one cover. I don't like doing covers, but I decided to do one. A rework. It's a Nevermoreish version too. Hmm. Um, actually, did some heads are gonna roll from Juice Priest, and I reworked it in the vein of like the Nevermore style. Oh, so, all right. You know, it's going to be very interesting for people. Yeah. Well, very cool. Yeah.
0: I like it when bands make the covers their own. You know, it, yeah. it makes it more personal. It makes it sound like, you know, your stuff. So
2: for sure. For yeah. sure.
0: Because that's what Judas Priest did. They covered songs almost, you know, on those early albums. And
2: they a did. lot of those
0: things did not sound like the original version. So,
2: you know, yeah. I, I,
0: a lot of them I never even knew they, they were Judas Priest, uh, weren't Judas Priest songs. I thought they were Judas Priest, you know, which oh. is. Good.
2: Yeah. If a band can bring their own uniqueness to a song, sometimes they'll lift it up. Oh, yeah. Um I've seen people cover Heaven and Hell, which mm-hmm. beat the original, right. but I've heard great versions of Heaven and Hell, like being replayed and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know why everybody doesn't listen to it. You know? yeah. 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 As long as you're not like
0: Danzig and, and kill the cover songs. <laughs> I don't know if you heard any of his recent covers, but uh
2: Uh if I if I killed the cover, I wouldn't even release it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish somebody would have told him that. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, sorry, Danzig. <laughs> oh <of you>, <laughs> yeah. uh, boy, uh, so uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, and uh, tell me about uh, animated insanity records. Uh, how'd you get uh, to get on the how'd you get with them? And then how'd you get
2: with the uh, no dust records? Okay, well, it's let's see, where how it works, Joe from Animated Insanity the first one that reached out to me, I think he got it through either a compilation or he just heard of it. And he's like, gosh, the music sounds good. And I have a guy that's really interested and wants to talk to you. Hank from No Dust Record reached out and he wanted to do a print of the music because I hadn't done any physical distribution or anything. And I was like, yeah, I didn't really think about the physical part yet. So I'm like, you know, yeah, you know, I'd love to do that. Actually. I I wasn't wanting to sign like a, a major record deal or nothing like that right out the bat. I'd rather put out a couple albums, weigh my options, and kind of see where it's at. But he wanted mm-hmm. to do an independent deal where it's just that area so he can get some albums and sell them out there to the fans. He thought they would eat them up out there. So I did. I made a, a really good gentleman's deal and uh, got some albums out there, and I did super well. Mm-hmm. So actually, he got me into places like Germany and Sweden that uh, I'd never even heard of. and They sounded like pancakes out there. so
0: mm-hmm.
2: We're doing pretty well out there.
0: Wow, very good deal. Actually, when I released my album uh, last year, uh, yeah. somebody somebody almost wanted to give us the same deal. Then my guitars is a little leery about it, so I ended up passing it. So I kind of got screwed out of that one. But uh, uh, thanks,
2: yeah. a good, uh, good guy. So if you want to consider a person to talk to, he's, he is a very straightforward good guy, and he's he's a fan of the music first. So mm. That makes a difference,
0: right? So. Right. Yeah. Some some of these record companies don't care. They just want your product, and, and then exactly. whatever you want. So it's exactly. good to see, you know, people that, you know, want to do that for you and help you out. So exactly. if, if you're helping, if they're helping you out, you got to, you're helping them out, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, well you also gave me that, she's like, Hey, if you get an offer, take it, you know, I yeah. want to see that you got paid and that to me right there tells me that you're an upstanding guy yeah. that you just ask for the music and see it does well. So he's like, you get a big record, deal comes up. It's not going to hurt me if you go with them. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, it's definitely the way to be. So that's that's cool
0: to know. And I, I I think you you will. I I would hope on the next one, but since you don't really want to go on a record label, but uh, I don't know. I I really think I could see you on a big record label. Maybe yeah. like um, uh, what? Wrote, wrote, nah, I don't think it. Maybe Nuclear Blast. I'll put you on Nuclear Blast.
2: <laughs> there's there's talk. Century Media might listen to that it true? after. Yeah, so. really? all right, <laughs> cool. They said you usually don't sign people till you get about two albums or three albums underneath you, which makes total sense. Yeah. You gotta have longevity in the in the scene. So yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Actually, there's another one out too uh, that a lot of bands from Nuclear Blast are going to uh, Atomic Fire. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see a little bit of that too. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be another uh, cool label to get on if you are. Uh, oh, definitely. Century Media doesn't work
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I was the sales aiming that way? I just say it was an option. Dan knows the guys from there. I'm like, ah, you know, maybe. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Actually, he wasn't on a record label for a while either, right? For well, well
2: Evermore days, Central yeah, Media.
0: Then, yeah, and, yeah, that days, but not the uh, the Ghost Ship stuff. I don't think that nope. started. Out. Yeah. They sold it all on themselves. So,
2: yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know because that
0: that band was just as good. If not, maybe a little bit better than
2: Nevermore, to be honest with you. Super good. It's super yeah. good. Yeah. Way, way, created. Not enough people have heard of them. So.
0: Right. <laughs> right. And that's a shame. But hopefully it yeah. uh, changes at some point.
2: But, that's the, uh, that is the industry this day. Definitely.
0: Uh, and tell me about that the logo. I mean, was that something that you came up with? Because it's, uh, it's a pretty cool yeah. looking
2: logo. Yes, it is, actually. Um, I had an artist locally. And was recommended through a, another personal friend that's another guitarist. And I, I put out a little sketch, you know, kind of did a little PowerPoint sketch and had a little tribal design and just went through a couple different ideas and, and went back and forth. And she brought it back. That's Lauren. And, uh, there you go. That uh, she just kind of like styled it. And I go back and forth and go, ah, let's, let's tweak this a little bit, tweak this a little bit. Let's bring the E and the S together. Let's make it something you could put on t-shirts that would look nice or something like that. Yeah. You know, I want it to be memorable. You know, it's like Reich has a nice logo. You know, Jewish Priest has nice things that make sense. Right. And remember it when you see it. Yeah, exactly. So that's I was trying to do. Just make it memorable. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I look
0: nice on t-shirts
2: too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have yeah but <laughs> we will have t-shirts. We haven't played live with the big investment in t-shirts yet.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what most bands make their
2: money on is, you know, selling yeah, the merch. So. But everybody asks t-shirts so i i need to run some <laughs>
0: yeah yeah uh so are all these musicians on this album going to be on the second album or is it all different people again or how's that going to be
2: no no i mean we got a couple returning musicians so we've got geom um, we actually did a full instrumental together so he played with me again um andy larock from king diamond now he did a song that's pretty cool mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that one so he did mm-hmm. all the lead work on a single song all oh. i did was put rhythm on it
0: that's oh, cool. You gotta um, hook me up with him. I I do a King Diamond podcast, and I've been trying okay. to get Andy on my yeah.
2: I'll give him a message because we do talk back and forth. He's got a new studio in Denmark, and uh, he's like shot me an invitation if I ever go out there to go to the studio, oh, so wow. I can go and see. So oh cool yeah, I've been doing a King Diamond
0: podcast for the past two years, and we've had uh, different musicians from each band, Russell Fate and King Diamond, on the show, uh, and he's like one of the last guests I want to get. We just had Matt uh, Thompson on; he was the last
2: guy to come on the show, so. Well, here's here's the strangest thing. He was like my idol, like one of the guitar idols, like back from the 80s. And the weirdest thing was I shot him a random message because I guess I got a little bold after working with a few guys thinking, you know, everybody's a man. So all they can do is yes or no. Right. And I simply asked him, I said, hey, I got this track. Do you want to throw some lead on it? Would you like to play? And uh I shot him the track. think, like, Ah, he's not going to bother with me. He's going to play. <laughs> and he said, yes. Yeah. And he, oh, wow. he spectacular it's one of my best songs on the album wow so, cool. yeah so this, the, the blessing in this band that i've been able to play with people that i respect in the uh, in the in the music atmosphere that uh, i've looked up to for a while that i'm able to actually play with yeah. and you can at this day and age by sending tracks or you know sharing like the internet helps oh
0: so. yeah definitely yeah even help because uh, we do uh, on my show i'm a drummer my one of my co-hosts he's a guitar player so we've been doing yeah. cover songs with um guests that have been on our show
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's been a lot of fun. You know, we we'll just pick random songs, and hey, you want to do this song with us? You want to put a guitar or we'll sing whatever? And yeah. it's been a lot of fun. You know,
2: tools are helpful. Yeah, I can't imagine like in the '80s you were scrapping. You had to do tryouts. Oh, forget it. Yeah. yeah. As a paper, hope this guy shows up. You know, now you're like, hey, got this? Can you take a look? Got the skills? Sure, man. Here's a copy of what I do. Oh, yeah. there you. go.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it makes things so much yeah. easier. Cause nobody has to leave their house.
2: You know. Yeah. <laughs> If you know it like a COVID time, I mean that made us oh, yeah. really know how to do music and not go anywhere. Yep. You know? Yeah. If do. <laughs> <Man>.
0: <laughs> now do you plan on going out on tour sometime soon? Because I know you got a band like is this on your next album, is this band gonna be like an actual band together or
2: how's well, that see, gonna I work? Plenty of local players like like Randy, um and I mean Tyler, which is the drummer now, Tyler mm. Witt. Mm-hmm. Both of them are players that play live right now. They're out playing different bands. Mm-hmm. So it's super easy. The only big thing is the vocalist that I use right. that will be the hinge of what I do. It's what will Joseph be available. Okay. Is Joseph really going to primarily run the album. Now we talked about um, having Lundgren come down from Sweden because he has his passport mm-hmm. to come out and play and, Obviously, it'd be expensive, and you wouldn't be able to come out and practice like the other guys. But usually, a vocalist can kind of – the instruments need to be together as much. Vocalists can kind of train away right. and come to live. So we talked about that as well. So yeah. it all depends on how it works, you know, what vocalists we use. If we went overseas, I would probably go to Rob right. because Rob is a great – he already plays on big stages already. He's mm-hmm. got a great live sound for his voice if Tim was available I'd love to play with Tim too I don't know if he'd do all the other material he didn't do so I bet you he'd be willing so I don't know I'd have to ask him so. <laughs> but we got to cross that bridge first right now I'm just gonna pan out as much material as possible that's kind of the groove I'm in
0: yeah
2: so, I'm hey, already hey. Writing the third album already so
0: oh wow cool yeah yeah I think that's the best thing to do honestly you know because uh, if you had if you feel like the music is coming out now do yes. it now. Why, why, you know, why you have it
2: in you? Cause if you wait, you might lose it. So I, I agree a hundred percent. I, I may lose it completely anyway. I don't know if you know, but I, I broke my hand actually right oh, really? before the first, first album and it didn't heal correctly. And the problem is, is I got this, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, the creeps under the arthritis gets really, really bad.
0: Oh, and, really?
2: The, uh, and let the hand shrink back. So the doctor says there's a 50 50 chance you can lose flexibility and, not be able to play guitar the way you used to, so I've been waiting to do this operation for over like a year and a half or two years, and i'm dreading to take the chance so i'm writing as much material and do as much as I can mm. right now, just in case if right. I do and it goes bad so
0: yeah yeah that's that sucks so hopefully that uh, hopefully that fixes it i don't know i have like yeah. uh my father in law had carpal tunneling he had the surgery done, and it came right okay. back it didn't do anything yeah
2: I- Hope it works out that way. I'm on, I'm on the positive side of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that's not your situation and you can play guitar forever. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. I
2: appreciate it. <laughs> Definitely.
0: Cause uh, I'd hate to see the talent that you have with the, with the music with the Echo Soul to, uh, you know,
2: just disappear. So yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, I'm an old guy, so I got too much time, but I'll, I'll do what I. <laughs> Do it all now. <laughs>
0: uh so where can people go to find uh, the band and you or whatever?
2: Um well basically they can go to uh Facebook, Instagram, anywhere at music dot com. Um you can go to uh iTunes, Spotify, uh you can get anything on anywhere you can you get media you can buy Echo Soul. So right. you can find but don't get the band called Echo Soul that's overseas apparently there's a Indonesian band that plays really soft music that called himself Echo Soul I did not know after. <laughs> <laughs> don't buy theirs yes don't buy theirs please
0: <laughs> uh, so, is there still CDs available do you have sleep c- CDs still available for The uh,
2: yeah? yeah No Dust will sell them or I can get them out too either way Animated Insanity has them No Dust Records has them as well so. All
0: right. very cool well, good luck with the uh the next album and uh I really appreciate you coming on the show. I had a lot of fun.
2: Hey, I appreciate it, man. I All appreciate right. it, buddy. All I, right. I
0: wish you right. Best. Yes, thank you too. I wish you the best too, and good luck with the hand surgery and uh and everything. All right. And everybody please go to com and go check out Echo Soul, and we will see you next week. Bye bye.
1: Peace. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Rats Eye Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Meijas and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a king diamond podcast called this broadcast belongs to them we've also got old man metals musings the right opinion with harrison bergeron beyond bushido a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and mma with james Lilquist and eric adams no relation to the guy from Manawar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira with Ralph Vieira. Schmack-a-gob! Schmack-a-gob to you too, Ralph. The Timo Toki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki. The BS sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the Cheese, please. A podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Rat Sau Review Network is your go-to, one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today go to ratzareview.com for more info and to find out where you can find follow subscribe and comment on youtube facebook instagram tiktok twitter and all streaming platforms the Review network we're taking over